Hello, welcome back to another episode of This Lonely Bitch with yours truly, Ava. That's me, your host, resident oversharer. Um, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. I was sitting... And like thinking, okay, I should probably record something. It's time to record a new episode. You know, the thing with like doing something that's about your feelings and your internal experience is that you know, sometimes your external internal experience is not one you want to share. Um, but yeah, so like I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, I don't feel motivated to record anything. I feel like I haven't been thinking about this podcast. I haven't been thinking about Honestly, I haven't even been thinking about men. I've been thinking about other stuff, you know? And I was like, well, why? So, like, the only reason I'm doing this, the only reason any person alive, you listening now, know that I'm doing this is because I thought to myself, I am creating something that I can commit to that I enjoy doing, which means I can commit to it. Because if you can't tell, if it hasn't been made clear, I have trouble with this. Not that I have trouble with it. I think, honestly, it's just like, I don't really believe in commitment issues. I think if you are not committing, it's either not the right time or it's not the right thing. Or you haven't become the person that you need to become to find the right thing, which means it's not the right time. And it's not the right thing. No commitment issues. No such thing. Anyway, I don't want to do this. And I sat and I was like, I don't want to do this. I just don't want to do this. What is it that I don't want to do? I don't want to... (laughs) Is it the podcast? No, it's not the podcast. It's easy for me to share in this way because it's like I am having a dance by myself. You know, When I took dance lessons, I took flamenco because you do that shit alone you don't have to do it with a partner (laughs) you don't have to fumble and fall you don't have to rely on another person you don't have to adapt your behavior your style to fit another person or find someone whose style is a better fit for yours you don't have to do that kind of work you just have to learn the steps you have to learn the movements You sink down within yourself and try to be as expressive as you can and you just do it. You don't need anyone else for it. So this kind of sharing, like this podcast, is just like flamenco. You do it yourself and it's all about you. It's not true. Flamenco dancers have drummers, percussionists. Okay, whatever. You know what I mean? I don't have a dance partner. They don't have a dance partner. I don't have a dance partner. I don't have to worry about this. And then... Then I saw something. (laughs) Okay, so I was... Like, I... Okay. 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 Let me calm down. I saw something that upset me, and it's really stupid. But it was something on Instagram. It was something on Instagram... And I got jealous. I got jealous. My last relationship 
was a fuck long time ago, but neither one of us had Instagram. So it was like, I mean, we didn't have friends. (laughs) We just had each other. So there wasn't much by way of jealousy. Sometimes he would get jealous. Sometimes I would get jealous. There were moments, you know, one time, it's actually, I wasn't really jealous, but one time we were grocery shopping at like the Sunday market and the girl who was selling cherries, she, I saw him, I saw her see my ex-boyfriend and she, you know, her eyes lit up and then she saw that he was with me and then she, her expression changed so fast. She just started scowling at me and we bought some cherries and I think it was like, this was in Poland, so the currency is Woti. I think it was like 17 Woti. I gave her 100 Woti, a 100 Woti note. And I remember my ex-boyfriend looking at me like, just shocked. And then we walk away and he goes, you have a 20 Woti note in your wallet. Because he, we always knew how much money we had. So he's like, you had 20 Woti in there. And I was like, yeah, I know. like I just said that to be a bitch then there was one time there were like exactly three times I was jealous maybe four in a year that time I wasn't upset with him what what's the point of this the point of this is you know there just wasn't a lot there weren't a lot of incidences it was a it was we were in like a cocoon but my relationship before that in New York, like my last real boyfriend in New York when I turned 30. So that was a really long time ago. <laughs> That's approaching 10 years now. That guy was really active on Instagram and he had like um he had like his personal account and then he had an account for this creative project of his. And one day I was spying on him and I saw on his creative project that on his creative project account that he liked some photos of some scantily clad girls and this was a problem this was a problem these are things I don't want to think about how do you date in the age of Instagram how do you date? I want to be like, who is this? And then I want to be like, I'm not jealous. <laughs> but then I want to be like, I'm really jealous. And I don't want to feel jealous. I don't want to feel jealous. I don't want to have any feelings. I don't want to have any of these uncomfortable feelings. But I said this before. I think when you do get jealous, sometimes it's like, if it's like a like if it's the kind of jealousy where you feel comfortable confronting your partner about it in like a rational way then this is okay because you feel comfortable talking to your partner about it and like working together on this thing right if it's that kind of thing but if it's like you're not comfortable then to me that says that the connection 
is not that strong. And you know what? Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a good thing because then you can take a step back and just be like, I don't want to fucking date at all. I don't want to fucking do this. It's horrible. It's uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't like it. So maybe I should leave Turkey and go to a meditation retreat and just live the life of a nun and forget all this nonsense. Forget all this nonsense about finding a life partner. Forget all of it. Forget it. Because I don't want to have to do the exchange. I don't want to have to do these conversations. Of like, and I don't want to have to like, I don't want to have to like figure out. I don't want to have to figure anything out. I don't want to do it. I don't want to have to expose myself. Joni Mitchell, if you care, don't let them know. Don't give yourself away. That's not how she says it. But that's what it is. You know what I'm talking about. That's exactly what it is. I don't want to do any of it. I really don't. I don't want to feel like... God. I don't want to have to, like, ask for reassurance. Oh, my God. What, like, I need reassurance? I don't want it. I don't want to have to need it. I don't want to have to ask for it. I don't want to do these things. I don't want to expose myself to another person who could potentially hurt me. There it is. Also, this guy said to me, he was like, you know, men are really simple. They just want sex, food, and like comforts. They just want to feel comfortable. I'm like, really? That's all men fucking want? I'm doing all this goddamn work on myself so that I can be a good partner to someone. So that I can attract a relationship that is emotionally fulfilling. I'm not asking this relationship to be everything to me. But really, what does that mean? I just want to feel safe somewhere with someone and build a home with someone, not in someone, as we discussed previously. So, what is that? Feeling safe means you talk about the things that upset you, right? The things that are bothering you. Feeling safe means that I have to talk about when I don't feel safe and what makes me feel unsafe. I have to share what makes me feel unsafe. I have to share. (laughs) I have to expose myself in this way. Did I have a good experience with this? Have I ever had a good experience with this? No, I have not. No, that's not true. Sometimes I have had good experiences with it. When I can muster up the courage 
to actually go there in conversation and say this is something you're doing I don't like I don't like it it's like is that really what men want they just want to be comfortable are they really that simple I disagree I disagree I think a lot of men would settle for comfort. But I don't think that's what anyone actually wants. Comfort and peace are two different things. I want peace. And with peace comes comfort. I don't think I could just, I don't think I, what's the point of this? You know, whatever, I was really upset and I didn't want to do this. And I was like, I don't want to fucking do this shit anymore. I don't want to do it. Because now it's like, if I'm dating, if I'm continuing, okay, so like, I just don't even want to think about, I just don't even want to think about it. I want to go back to just reading books and like doing these exercises. I don't want to date. I don't want to like, I don't want to expose myself to someone I don't want to have to like do the whole, oh, do we like each other? How much do we like each other? Blah, 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 blah. And then I don't want to think about, you know, like, this is my biggest fear. Like just someone just being like, well, she's here. I will resign myself to this relationship. I'm resigned to being with her. And then I was like, why do you think this? Why are you afraid of this? And then I thought perhaps I should go back to calling in the one. Perhaps there is some insight in there for me. Something, some insight to glean from this book. And then I was on this exercise. Turns out the last time I read the book, the last time I opened it up, I was on this exercise where it talks about like issues with your family. So like how your primary caretakers treated you. The questions are, the caregiving I received as an infant was. How my mother felt about being my mother was. How my father felt about being my father was. In response, I felt. The ways in which these feelings affect me today are. I am able to trust others when. I am unable to trust others when. My last romantic partner was like my initial caregiver in. My last romantic partner was different from my initial caregiver in. The similarities between the care I received as a child and my relationships today are. Uh, how my mother felt about being my mother was resentful, confused, overwhelmed, angry, resigned. Because my mother was told that she should not have me, that she should abort me um, because there were complications with the pregnancy and she was supposed to have an abortion. She was scheduled to have an abortion. And the night before her scheduled abortion, my scheduled abortion, I guess, who's, who, whose abortion is it? I guess the mother's. Huh? Okay, so... 
the night before the scheduled abortion, she had a dream that she was in a river and she was drowning and someone came up to her on a raft and pulled her out of the water and saved her life. And she woke up thinking, that was me. That was my soul. Me as in me, Ava, me. It was my soul that had saved her. And that, you know, she should have me. I joke that she owed me from a past life because I did save her in a past life and she owed me. But sometimes I wonder if she expected me to save her in some way this lifetime. Like I owed her or something. Anyway, my dad was against the abortion from the start. He thought it was wrong and, you know, pressured her to not have the abortion. And so I think there was a combination of things like maybe she had that dream and then, but then there was all the pressure for my dad. So maybe she also just felt the pressure for my dad. And I was the firstborn in the United States, you know, so they had, they had survived, they had survived the Pol Pot regime in Cambodia. And then they were in refugee camps and then they came to the United States. They were first in South Carolina and then they came to New York. And this was just a lot, just like a lot happening. And I don't really think they should have had another child quite frankly, honestly, because it's just a lot. They already had four kids, my four older siblings. That's already so much to deal with. And I think, you know, surviving a war, surviving um, immigration, moving to New York, we grew up in the Bronx, you know, the Bronx was not an easy life. For me, by the time I was born, by the time I was a kid, it was easier because I had an older brother and he was very popular. Um, So that made my life a lot easier than it would have otherwise been. Would have otherwise been. Is that right? Anyway. I mean, this... It always goes back to the shit, you know? So there's like this obligation, resignation. I don't feel a fear of resentment. I do fear resentment later, I guess, you know, and then, but not really. It's the resignation. It's like, all right, she's there. So why not? She's fine. She's fine. Why not? I just had a key incident with actual keys. Anyway, so yeah, so this idea of like someone settling for me. Oh my God, why am I thinking that? And then it's like, I need to feel like someone wants the fuck out of me. (laughs) Like I need to feel this so badly. And I think, I don't know, like To think that someone might actually just stay in a relationship just because it's comfortable and easy versus like staying with somebody because you really fucking want them. Like, 
why did I stay with my ex-boyfriend? Did I really, really want him? No. But I cared about him so much. And then the boyfriend before, at first, I, I did eventually want him and like want to be with him. And then later I just was like, I don't really want to be in a relationship, period. But for me to find someone to be with, I don't know, like the desire thing, like I need to feel like I'm so, <laughs> like I'm so overwhelmingly desired and wanted, which I'm sure a thousand percent has something to do with my childhood. Um, I need to know that I'm wanted, you know? And then all of the things, like I have all of these, all of these messages, I like, God, it's like, there are so many ways. And it's only when I'm in a relationship that I care about this, which is so annoying. But like, there are so many ways where, you know, I am, it's easy for me to feel insecure about being wanted not certain about being wanted. Do you hear people talking outside? Uh, I don't know what to do with that. Like, I don't, I really just don't know what to do with that. I don't know, like, I just don't know what to do with that. And I don't want to, I don't want to have, like, I don't even think I've gotten to this point in any of my previous relationships to even know how to begin kind of navigating that and like you know I haven't been in a relationship since 2019 December 2019 I've dated sure but like I don't know I don't know how to have conversations with people about these things anymore and maybe ever maybe I've always just been in situations where these conversations just don't just like wouldn't come up (laughs) it's just so uncomfortable anyway just like thinking just thinking about it makes me feel sick i'm gonna keep doing this stupid fucking podcast because i love it i love i'm really proud of myself I'm not, it's not that I love it, it's that I'm proud of myself for feeling this uncomfortable and like letting myself feel this uncomfortable and allowing myself to admit to myself that I feel this uncomfortable. And I really appreciate you listening because then it's like, I I know that you're not expecting anything from me, but I do feel like I have the motivation to keep doing this kind of thing. Um, yeah now I'm just gonna sign off and I'm gonna stay curled up in the fetal position which I am now in because I'm so uncomfortable I'm so upset (laughs) and yeah you have a nice little visual (laughs) anyway As always, as ever, as much as ever, 
thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. As Vicky would say, ciao for now.